Yo, good evening, everybody. What's going on? It's bringing lyrics to life. Your number one music commentary podcast. Tonight, we jumping into it. We're going to unpack something. It is one of the hottest tracks out right now off of one of the hottest albums. Shout out to Kendrick Lamar. Uh, but we're going to talk about something kind of serious. Not kind of. It's definitely serious. But before we jump into it, what's up, Nia? What's good with you? Cool and cool. And how are you, sir? I am. It's a beautiful day. It is a beautiful day today, and I'm hot, <laughs> but it's a beautiful day. Uh, shout outs and congratulations to all the graduates from every yes, grade level. Yes. Um, there's so much going on in the world right now, but I just want to shed the light and spotlight the graduates who are going to the next level, yes. who have accomplished some things in their lives and are going on to do greater things. So shout out to all graduates of all ages, of all grades. Congratulations to you in this year, 2022. Yes, absolutely. I, I absolutely applaud all of you. That's one of the few things they can't take from you is your education. That's so. it. That's it. So Congratulations. We're going to jump into this, John. Uh, this song is United in Grief by Kendrick Lamar. Tell them, tell them, tell them the truth. Tell them, tell them the truth. Tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them you. I've been going through something. One thousand eight hundred and fifty-five days. I've been going through something. Be afraid. What is a bitch in a miniskirt? A man in his feelings with bitterness. What is a woman that really hurt? A demon you're better off killing her. What is a relative make a repetitive narrative? Somehow you did it first. That is a predator in reverse. All of your presidency with thirst. What is a neighborhood reputable? That is a snitch on a pedestal. What is a house with a better view? A family broken in variables. What is a rapper with jewelry? A way that I show my maturity. What if I call on security? Let me know. I agree. 
this 500 the jewelry came with magic never had it in public late reaction 50k to cousins post the caption pray none of my enemies hold me captive so what paralyzed the county but they controlled us i bought a rolex watch i only wore once i bought infinity pools i never swam in i watched team by four cars in four months you know the family dynamics on repeat the insecurity locked down on pc i bought a two two three nobody peace treat you won't do through me i smell tnt they got on my porch so i got me a porsche paid lottery for it i ain't wanted in porsche it's probably was the case but the money wiping the tears away i Kendrick Lamar, United in Grief, off of his latest project, Just Drop. Uh, that project is Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Word. Lots to say about this project, Kendrick, this track. Just listen, it's a lot happening. This is a lot going on. Man! Hey, if y'all haven't listened to this project yet, shame on you. That's all I can say. Where I don't know. Been? Where have you been lately? Because, man, this thing, he came out just, whew, that's how he came out. Just like this. The Kendrick way. Yeah, 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 yeah. He definitely, uh, he had a lot to say on this one. Word. I'm going to try and stay quiet and hold my comments till the end. Yeah, well, you shouldn't because I got comments throughout. But that's what <laughs> makes this the number one music commentary podcast because we always got something to say about something. Word. <laughs> so hit us with the lyrics, Naya. Go ahead. I hope you find some peace of mind in this lifetime. Tell them, tell them, tell them the truth. I hope you find some paradise. Tell them, tell them, tell them the truth. Immediately, I feel like this is one of those introspective intros. And it's like, you know, he, he wants... This is how I interpreted it, that he <laughs> wishes peace on earth right like right, he, right. that's what he wants to give y'all and and wants all of us to have an experience but at the same time i'm gonna give you these bars of realism because it ain't peaceful out here no and it's hard to tell the truth like i go through this almost every day where it's like i want to spread positivity and love and light but it's some stuff on my chest you feel me like and i just feel like i gotta say what i want to say but you also don't want to like contribute to so much of the negativity so that's what i feel like is is happening here it's like that inner voice is like go ahead and tell them the truth it's like no no let's just focus on how bright the sun is shining today and let's just focus on how green the grass is and it smells so <laughs> spring-like and all these things but it's like nah because inside of me is burning alive because of all the things i'm seeing and experiencing is not the sunshine and, and the grass being green and the smell of spring so um that's initially what i think and i also think of this book called um how do you kill 11 million people by andy andrews because like that that inner voice saying tell them tell them the truth i think about 
how many people go above and beyond to give us information and we just discard it. So I feel like either we know and we don't care or right. we don't know we don't know and we don't want to know. So I just th- that immediately is what all came through my mind within the first couple of you know when words. I had um when I had posted the announcement for tonight's uh, episode mm-hmm. I had asked some questions and I was like, you know, like what is grief? You know, um how do you define grief you all? You know, um because everybody it defines grief differently. You know, some people only feel like grief is is attached to like a funeral, like losing Loss, someone. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and that's actually not the case. You know yeah. what I mean? Grief it, it it can be it can be a lot of different things. Um and, and it's not always necessarily loss, you know. Uh one thing that uh I don't the American people just I don't know, don't admit to or whatever, but anxiety is something that well, how, the car the commercial go run off a of Duncan. We run off of anxiety. Yes. <laughs> you yes. know what I mean? Like it's 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 real out here. You yes. know what I mean? And and grief comes in different forms. It comes in different fashions. It hits people differently. People grieve differently. They process it differently. They deal with it differently. So, um, my my position tonight and perspective, um, on this song and then all that's going on in the world, you know and the most recent tragic thing with the, the children in Texas, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's, there's so much grief going on in the world, but I don't even, how can I say this? You know, we, we're just so uneducated as, as a people, as a group, as a whole, we're so uneducated because again, grief is not just something that is attached to or experienced by way of loss. You know what right. I mean? Grief it, it, is simply deep sorrow you can right. feel deep sorrow any time of day for any reason so. right and and the biggest thing is one not only you know acknowledging that you're grieving absolutely. but having understanding of why you're grieving absolutely um but furthermore yo it's okay to grieve absolutely it, it is actually healthy absolutely mm-hmm. and and you know what and as a believer mm-hmm. you know um that's something that's not taught. There's something mm. that's not spoken on. Mm. You know what I mean? A lot of people, you know, they they kind of, they, they encourage you as best as they can. But sometimes we have a habit of like pretty much low-key trying to tell people to just get over it. Yeah. And, and move on. Yeah. You know? And um, we got to be mindful and we got to oh, be yeah. careful. Um, but we, we need to be telling people, hey, it's, it's not just okay, but it's actually healthy. For you to grieve because that that means not only are you acknowledging mm-hmm. something right or, or the reason of your grief but you're you're now going through a process mm-hmm. to um understand what you're grieving and how to grieve and that can stretch you that can help you grow that can shape you that can develop you that can mold you you know um so so my position tonight is is to focus more on those things is is highlighting um, the the mental health status yeah. or or point of view of grief and and driving out the stigma yes. of grief. Yeah, I definitely agree that that's been the narrative. But also, just in general, with life, we've been told that we have to be told what to grieve and what not to grieve. So right. that's that's kind of the, or, or or we get a timeline. Right. And that's kind of yeah, absolutely and you that's kind of the the problem within itself 
what you were just saying, it, as simply as you put it, it's hard to know yourself well enough to know that you're grieving and to know why you're grieving. So, I mean, we say it because it's so important and it's so ne necessary, but we do acknowledge that it's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. Um, you, you can go ahead with the lyrics. I've been going through something 1,855 days. That's five years ago. <laughs> I've been going through something. Be afraid. Thank you for the math. Yeah. <laughs> what is a drawn in a miniskirt? A man in his feelings with bitter nerve. What is a woman that really hurt? A demon, you're better off killing her. What is a relative making repetitive narratives on how you did it first? That is a predator hit reverse. All of your president's evil thirst. This verse, <laughs> mm -hmm. the bars, the magnitude, I just... Um, this is what I talk about all the time, what we talk about all the time. I say these things all the time about the narratives, the things that have been pushed, the, the beliefs that are not our own, but of others and the ideals of others and how they're toxic and not necessarily, right. um, necessary or healthy or beneficial to us. Um, and just the way he breaks it down and it's just so quick and, and it just, I mean, you ever just be listening to something and be bopping your head and just be like, oh, right. oh, oh, you know, like the, the conviction of it is just so subtle and then it's not. <laughs> so right. I'm, I just love Kendrick and how he delivers. I'm, I'm going to say something I, I think it might be a little dangerous to say, but uh -oh. nobody can tell you how to grieve. Talk about it. They they can encourage you on healthy ways to grieve, maybe. Um, they can encourage you on on helping you through your grieving. But nobody can tell you how to grieve because whatever that impact or magnitude or whatever that situation, scenario, whatever the case may be, they don't understand your position. They don't understand what you're feeling or what you're dealing with. So, you know, um, to go to to a counselor, a therapist, uh, whatever, whomever, you know, no one can tell you how to grieve. And and, and I, again, I. My position tonight is is to change the the stigma of 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 things and try to drive those certain things out, man. Because so many people end up being depressed um, because they don't know how to properly grieve, or they they feel pressured. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. One one thing that uh, a friend of mine and I we were just talking about the other day is is that we're high functioning. That term. Ooh. You know, um, I don't know if we're ready. A lot of us are are functioning, and some of us are high functioning. Mm -hmm. But like how many of us? Good. Yeah, but how many of us are living? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, it's it's easy, especially with life, when things become routine. It's easy to get up at a certain time and and brush your teeth and put your left pants on your left leg, you know, and then your right leg, and you know what I'm saying. It's easy when you're in the routine of things and. This is my schedule. This is my life. This is what I do. I have to be strong for this person. I got to do things this way for my children. That's functioning. There's a difference between being happy and being distracted. <laughs> yeah, listen, and, and yeah, this is all about grief. You know what I mean? Because, yo, that can cause grief. <laughs> Too much of what we hear, see, and experience on a daily basis is simply mismanaged emotions. Like, too much of it. And it's just, like, 
that's that's why I love cognitive behavioral therapy. Let me just nerd out real quick because it's so simple. But when you get into the thick of it, like it's always that second thought, like, oh, you know what? That makes sense, right? right but right. we never take that moment for it to make sense. Like we're just too busy functioning. So yeah, absolutely, hundred percent agree. Go ahead, jump jump into the next one. What is a neighbor neighborhood reputable? That is a snitch on a pedestal. What is a house with a better view? A family broken in variables. What is a rapper with jewelry? A way that I show my maturity. What if I call on security? That mean I'm calling on God for purity. Um, again, just going on with the with the hard hitting punchlines. Um, <laughs> because the again, these are things that I talk about. I've I've even spoken about this before about how like we know as a community that this jury is is not you know we give it value right like right and but yet we continue to wear it and right our quote-unquote role models continue to wear it as if it gives as if it it puts a value on us as if it makes us valuable and that's the problem like we don't need these props and propaganda we to make us matter like if, to tell y'all before like we drink it too much of their kool-aid the kool-aid <laughs> <laughs> like we believe it too much of their Stuff. Right. And it's not healthy. It, it's not we not like digesting it well. We we look we look like we're vomiting walking down the street. Like we're not digesting it well, but we we just keep standing up and making it look good for social media and then thinking this is the way we're supposed to live. We gotta do better people. I went and got me a therapist. Amen. I can debate on my theories and sharing it. Whoa. Consolidate all my comparisons. Humble enough because time is imperative. Starting to feel like it's only one answer to everything. I don't know where it is. Popping a bottle of Claritin. Is it my head or my air? I just love this guy. He's uh, um, I, again, driving out the, the stigmas. Uh again talking to somebody else and they, they were like why do you have so many different therapists and i'm like <laughs> um I, I have a christian therapist mm -hmm. because as a believer and as a leader there are certain things that um i, I go to them about right. that they understand pertaining to right. ministry kingdom building things of that nature and there's certain things that they can address right as opposed to someone who might is not, not be able to relate yeah to yeah part. yeah mm -hmm. You know, um, and, and then I have a female therapist and then I have a male therapist. I have these different ones because um, just like he said, I need someone to hit me with the different perspectives yes, of things. Yes. Um, I, I feel like that balance, especially in my life, especially where I am in my life, it is it's vital to my mental health because for so long I, I've, I've, yeah. I've been a robot, you know yeah. what I mean? And I thought I had balance. I thought yeah. I was yeah, keeping things separate. Mm -hmm. I thought I thought these things, but I was I was thinking it based off of where I was sitting mm -hmm. and the plan that I implemented. You know what yeah. I mean? So I made my chaos become controlled chaos, mm -hmm. and I made it work for me. Yeah, and that's not that that's not it's not right. It's not healthy. Nope. You know. Um. So I had to learn. Um, balance. I had to learn boundaries. Yes. Whew. 
I had to learn, and I'm still learning boundaries. I'm still learning boundaries. Um, And it's okay. It doesn't matter how old you are. Your life changes like this. People change like this. Situations come like this. So you got to be flexible. You got to be diverse. You got to have that balance. You got to have the... The, the position to be able to to stand and bounce back and and duck and roll you you have to be able to maneuver through this walk of life um and then find your your footing your standing your stance um where you need to be in line at uh to be able to to get through certain things yeah and i say it again it's okay not to be okay right um and i think as adults you know what I mean? One, one thing I think we need in life outside of mandatory nap time. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need a healthy time out. Yes. You know what I, I mean? I call it my mental health breaks. Listen, I take them all the time. Oh my God. From my children, from my job. <laughs> listen. I, I, listen, I've been um, in the military now 18 years. And for the fr- and one thing, as an entrepreneur who you know, I'm a business owner. I, I teach entrepreneurship. I, I help jumpstart other businesses and things of that nature. One thing I always tell my clients is once it becomes your job, it's time to go. Yeah. Once the passion, once the things that excite you, the things that, you know what I'm saying? Because for me, it was never about punching the clock. It was never about making a check. It was, it was, I was enjoying serving. Yeah. That's why I did it. You know what I mean? There was there were goals and, and different affirmations and things that I was trying to reach. And I sat back the other day and out loud, I said I said it to my my staff and my leadership and my team. I said, I am stressed out mm. and I am overwhelmed. Mm. And they looked at me like, what? <laughs> what are you saying? You're right. You know what I mean? Some people just ignored it. Some people came to me and it was like. You? You're stressing over. <laughs> like, guess what? I'm human. But yeah, and it was like, <laughs> listen, you know, just because I might have a positive response in the meeting, just because I might have a solution mm. to the problem, it does not mean that I'm not human. It does not mean I don't have feelings. It does not mean I don't have a, a life outside of this. Yes. It does not mean I'm not going through something. Just because I don't bring it to work, just because I don't gossip and share all my business, just because I'm not in the lunchroom breaking down all the time. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I'm, yeah, I'm functioning quite because, well. Because <laughs> I manage my emotions doesn't yeah. mean I don't have them. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is... It is um, it is crazy. Nah, I'm not gonna say crazy. That's that's not a good word. It it is unhealthy. Mm-hmm. It is unhealthy for the ways we box one another in. Yes. Um, it is unhealthy for for people. It, it's unhealthy for us to allow people to box us in. How about that? But how about the the matter of time that you took creating the box? You could have used to get to know me. Oh my god. Because people will be so confused. (laughs) Like, I don't know where to put you. I don't know what how you fit in. I don't know. What if I don't? Right. Right. Because that's the part that people people have a hard time accepting. I've already accepted that about myself. When are you going to accept that about yourself? Right. Yeah, it it is. We got to stop conforming to these societal norms because society is functioning through our anxiety. It is created that way. 
to give us anxiety. I'm always looking at the people who 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 think of uh, anxiety as this debilitating disorder as how are you functioning without it? Like, are you aware of everything that's happening in the world and you are not anxious? <laughs> how how is because I need to learn from you. Right. I'm I'm genuinely intrigued. But um, I want to say something. I've been hearing a lot of very, very disheartening information as far as, um, you know, having a hard time finding a provider, you know, someone to speak with, a therapist, a counselor, all these things. Because, you know, um, a lot of people now are getting into mental health and, you know, looking for it. But there are a lot of crises happening right now, too. So there's a lot of spikes <laughs> and few people, right? So, like, a lot of people are looking for the provider in a limited pool. And so um, I wanted to highlight what you said as far as having three different providers is this isn't this isn't a quick fix. This isn't a, a, a overnight, you know, secession story. Right. Like, right. it takes time it to takes find time. the right therapist. And I, a lot of people I'm talking to are desperate, you know, and, and that's not a good place to be in when you're trying to make a decision and let me say this take the time to find the right yes one. don't yes. don't get um upset and give up so easily please don't please don't and i and i want to highlight the relationship because you know when when you have insurance right which is a whole nother amen but when you have insurance, right, your insurance will encourage you to check up with your primary care physician so you're not going to the hospital as much, so you're not going to the urgent care center as much, right? Because once you get there, it's costing them a lot more money mm -hmm. if you just go into your primary care physician once every year, if you just go into your, you know, regular checkups every, you know, annually, every six months, how, how you're supposed to. It's the same thing with your mental health. If you're looking for a therapist when you're in crisis, it's gonna it's gonna cost you more. It's gonna cost you more time. It's gonna right. cost you more anxiety, more you know emotional distress. It's it's just not a good place to be in. So you want to get a, a lot of people are are preaching about mental health, but but they're preaching as if you know we all need help. And a lot of people who don't feel like they need help are uh, disassociating themselves from this. And so please understand, we all need to have someone to talk to. We all need to have someone who can give us those encouraging words, who can give us a different perspective on, on different things. So just make sure you're taking care of yourself and you're prioritizing yourself. Having a mental health provider is not something that you have to be crazy to do. It, it, you're, you don't have to have a disorder. You don't have to be struggling. You don't have to have identifiable issues. Because we all got issues. But <laughs> even if you haven't identified yours, just don't feel discouraged and don't feel like this isn't for you it's right. for everybody because we all have health needs we all have mental health needs we all have physical health needs emotional health it's all human that's what makes us human so make sure you're taking care of yourself sorry right. i had to get that shit no man Dude, listen <laughs> it's it's needed because it is so many people especially in our community um, again, my position tonight is a little bit different, and I'm sorry. No, no I'm not. I'm needed. not sorry. And I, and I gotta get, I'm trying to work on that. I'm getting yeah. out of the habit yeah. of, of stop apologizing for stuff mm -hmm. um, that I shouldn't be apologizing for. But our community, um, as, a, as an adult and as a parent, there's certain things that I had to realize that, y'all, I've, I've made some, some mistakes based off of trauma. Mm. 
even in parenting. Yes, yes. I, I spent more energy and focus on not trying to be like my parents. Yes. And then not realizing that there was we making our own mistakes. There was things that yeah that that I was doing. You know what I mean. And then there was other things that it was like just so far embedded in mm. me that I was still making them the same mistake Don't give anyway. Me you know. Um. And and listen, that what goes in this house stays in this house. It, it, it's the devil. <laughs> I get it, but if it's affecting you mentally, seek help. And that's all I'm gonna say. Hit the next verse, cause I I can. I can go. Listen, I ain't finna respond to that. Anyhow, shaking <laughs> and moving. Like, what am I doing? I'm flipping my time through the rolodex, indulging myself and my life and my music. The world that I'm in is a cul-de-sac. The world that we in is just menacing. The demons portrayed religiousness. I wake in the morning, another appointment. I hope the psychologist listening. I love this verse. Um, the world that I'm in is a cul-de-sac. Okay, so when you grow up in the hood, let me just say this because this is something that... Because what's a cul-de-sac? This is something that I recently just like encountered in my own personal life, right? So I bought a house and it's in a cul-de-sac and it gave me my own like moment of realization like, okay... Because it was giving me a lot of anxiety. I don't like the idea of one way in and one way out. It makes me very uncomfortable, right? So this was something that I had to deal with within myself because, you know, I'm when, sorry, you, when, you, when you grow up in a certain environment, in a certain neighborhood, right. you need to have different routes. And that's kind of how I approach life, right? Like I got to have different ways to get to my goal. And so the idea of my home. <laughs> wait, 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 go back. Say that again because that was, that was deep. I feel like I have to have different routes to get to my goal because, listen, if plan A don't work, it's not change the goal. It's let's get a plan B to get to the goal. <laughs> um, so it's just I had to really work through some issues with them myself. Like, this is what this looks like. But he references this same issue earlier in the song of, um, you know, when the view changes, sometimes that means the family broke up. Wow. He says that earlier in the verse, like, um, and we could we could go deep historically speaking, and and how the black man was removed from the family. We could do all right, of that, right, but right. The, but the the premise is that we have to align as as a family, as a culture, as a society. We our goals have to align in order for us to prioritize what's important and what's valuable and what's necessary because what we've put value into is not beneficial to us in the long run. What we put value can you can you break that down just a little bit more though? Absolutely. So you know we talked about the jewelry like like I said if you have a chain that's a thousand dollars right but you have, I have created a connection with you because I love your music and I love what you're saying and I love what you're doing. It's not that the chain is a thousand dollars, it's that you're wearing the chain. And so I want to wear that chain because I want to emulate the success that I feel you possess. Right. So you've given this chain $20 million value to me. Because that's what it's worth to me, right? Like, 
that's the thing. And and the person who's wearing that chain, who I'm looking up to, who I'm thinking is the, you know, the vision and um, the meaning of success, that chain to him means everything, right? right. Like to, it makes him, it's, it's who he is as a person. And to me, he's the one who's making the change. So it's really all about your perspective. But we have to understand that we are value without what they told us is valuable. Right. Like we, ourselves, as human beings, are important. And we don't need anything. We don't need a certain job. We don't need a certain salary. We don't need a certain to live in a certain neighborhood to matter. Right. Like, all of that is somebody else's ideas of what success is. So, so understand this, people. Well, I'm gonna just sum it up. Know your worth. Yes. Understand your value. And y'all, it's crazy. I was just having this conversation with somebody earlier today, but I ain't even gonna go down that road. But uh, before we hop into this next uh, verse, let me just shout out um, a few of our viewers. I greatly appreciate y'all for uh, jumping on, tuning in. Shout outs to my sister Imani in Florida. Appreciate you for tuning in. My lovely auntie, she is beautiful, and I love her, her spirit, and I love her to life. Uh, Michelle out in New York holding it down. Uh, shout outs to a good friend of mine, fellow uh, soldier, Shalice. Happy belated birthday to you, baby. I love you. I hope you, I know you enjoyed your day. I already know, I already know how you do. I already know you did your thing. So happy belated <laughs> birthday to you. Um, all, to all of our viewers and supporters, we thank, uh, definitely thank you. Um, tonight we de we're talking about um, this song "United in Grief," um, and, and the crazy thing is, is just the title, mm -hmm. "United in Grief." Like mm -hmm. the the word "united," yeah, U unity meaning all together. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And yo, as a people, as as a as a country, as regardless of race, sex, uh, belief, all of that stuff. Yo, collectively, we're all grieving in some way. Absolutely. And and if with all that's going on in the world, the world is grieving. Mm -hmm. Um and and we need to take a, a, a for real honest step back and look at that. Mm -hmm. And and not just evaluate what's going on in the world and how the world is grieving, but let's evaluate how we're processing it. Yes. How we're embracing it. Absolutely. How we're dealing with it, how we're coping, what are we doing? Um I'm, I'm just yeah i really thought that this song was important to talk about right now with right. current events because even the most recent headline you know it's sad that where we could unite right because who doesn't want to fight for the lives of children um there's still individuals who want to spread divisiveness who want to spread hatred and right. so it, again coming together on what's what's our common goals of just protecting human lives protecting the innocence of children like okay i i, I don't even want to touch on it too much because it's like if if this does not screen mental health awareness to the world know. Something's wrong. You know what I mean? Because oh, there are some things wrong. <laughs> who who would want to hurt innocent children? And I, I'm children. You know what I mean? And in in his mind, he purposefully picked out someone who could not retaliate, someone who could not stand up to what was getting ready to be done. 
you know, and, and this, these are, this is where we are. This is the times that we're living in, you know, and, and, and let me also say this because I, I watched on Facebook and, and I watched so many different posts and stuff like that and I had to get off. Um, I'm really not on social media much at all. Uh, it, it's just, it, it just ain't, I don't know, it just don't line up with who I am, I guess. I, know I don't right. know, but, um, but I saw some comments and things like that and I, I just want to just remind um, everybody, not just the believers, but I want to talk to the non-believers. I just want to let everybody know there is a God who is greater than all of this and he has not given us a spirit of fear. I, I refuse to keep my children home from school because I'm afraid. Not here. My children are covered. They are covered by my prayers and by the blood of Christ. I'm covered in prayer and by the blood of Christ. And none of us know our, our time. No, no, no one is, is guaranteed tomorrow. None of us know when we might leave this earth. But I promise you, if you live right and if you do right and do the best that you can, God's got you. And that's all I'm going to say. Next verse. Listen, I'm trying to change some things. For real. Because, yo, we so negative. Facts. And, and, the, and the whole thing is, we will, we will grieve Texas for a week. But come Monday, which is crazy, Memorial Day, we will barbecue, we will turn up, we will have parties, we will go swimming, we'll go to the shore, we'll bring out the coolers, we'll sip on our liquor, and we will have a good old time. And the crazy thing is, Memorial Day is a day about honoring those who we've lost. So what are we really celebrating? Well, and that's the thing, for one, again, you know, <laughs> I, you know how I feel about traditions, but just people need to be more aware. Um, but anyhow, a lot of people were posting about the cycle, and my comment is always is, well, how are you going to break it? Like, you know, right. <laughs> talk about it, but like, when y'all ready to do something different, when y'all ready to like be more and innovative with, uh, creative ways to bring positive change, then I'll pay attention. Um, other than that, I'm going to keep praying and right. doing what I can. The new Mercedes with black G-Wagon, the where you from, it was all for rap. I was 28 years young, 20 mil in tax. Bought a couple of mansions just for practice. 500 in jewelry, chain was magic. Never had it in public, late reaction. 50K to cousins, post a caption. Pray none of my enemies hold me captive. I grieve different. I grieve different. I love that he said. I love the I fact different. that's it. <laughs> I, I love that. And, and the fact that he reiterates it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I think even in that, not only is he making a statement, but I feel like he's also releasing some things. Yeah. Like, yo, I grieve different. Right. And it's okay. Yep. I grieve different. I yeah, you might look at it this way. I look at it like that way. Mm -hmm. You feel me? You might feel this way, but I feel this way. And it's okay. Listen, we have got to get to a point in life where we just agree to respect one another. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And, and, and respect the fact that, yo, 
You over here, I'm over here. Right. You over there, I'm over here. Right. You see things your way, I see things my way. I'm trying to understand, because y'all know how I am with words and their actual true meaning, but I'm trying to understand where this idea came from that different means better or worse. I can't wrap my mind around it. I'm just... I don't know. I don't know why if you all aren't the same, then one of you has to be better than the other. That's so, there's a lack of intelligence there. <laughs> like, that's that doesn't make any sense. Um, I think that, that the way of the world, right? Like, we could solve a lot of problems, especially quote-unquote social problems, if we came together and brought our strengths to overcome our weaknesses. And that way we can solve problems together. I think that that's the only way we're really gonna truly get to where we all wanna be. Because people don't understand that the more divisiveness that's created, the more we all struggle, the more we all suffer. That's the part that it seems to be missing here. That connection is not hitting. Um, I met her on the third night of Chicago, North America tour, my enclave. Fee-fi-fo-fum, she was a model, dedicated to the songs I wrote and the Bible. Eyes like green, penetrating the moonlight, hair done in a bun, energy in the room like Big Bang for Theory, God, hoping you hear me, phone off the ringer, tell the world I'm busy. Fair enough, green eyes said her mother didn't care enough, sympathized when her daddy in the chain gang, her first brother got killed, he was 21, I was nine when they put the mud in the grave. Heartbroken when Estelle didn't say goodbye. Chad left his body after we FaceTimed. Green Eye said, you be okay. First tour of sex, the pain away. I grieve different. I grieve different. I grieve different. I just love how he is talking about his experience and, like, real. Like, the realism in his verbiage is just so poetic. I love it. And, of course, I can, like... Vivid, I can see it. All right. I'm gonna go over uh the five stages of grief. Five stages denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance are part of the framework that makes up your learning to live with the one that you lost with um the circumstance that impacted you. Um the situation that negatively had an effect on you. Um, again, because grief can come in, in different forms. It can come in different ways. It can be related to different things. It's not always necessarily focused on loss. But you got denial. You have anger. You've got bargaining. You've got depression. And you've got acceptance. And I really want to highlight bargaining. Okay. And and the reason why, because that's me. That is me all day. I will, and 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 and, I'm, and what I'm about to share is probably most of us, because again, functioning. I will. I will either excuse something, mm -hmm. downplay something, or tell myself to accept a thing even when I shouldn't or when it's just wrong, mm. you know what I mean? Just to keep the peace. Mm. Can we be realistic tonight? Like, how? 
Can I talk to my can I talk fellas and females? I don't talk to everybody. Please. But how many of us? Nah, for real, because you know why? I, I, I don't want to do the sex thing. I, I don't want to do the male versus female thing. I, 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 because everybody does it. Mm -hmm. But how many of us um, downplay or ignore <clears throat> or harbor our feelings to keep a peace in, in your intimate relationships or your friendships, whatever, in any kind of relationship? Mm -hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. How many of us actually bargain with our own, with ourselves? Like, People, how do they say pick and choose, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's bargaining. Yeah. You're, you're picking and choosing like, all right, well, I'm going I'm to I'm bring this up, but I'm not going to bring this up. Yeah. Or um, because how many of us walk around and we play out the whole conversation in our head before we even had a conversation Absolutely. with the actual person? Absolutely. How many of us do that? Mm -hmm. you, you know what I'm saying? That's bargaining. Be prepared. That is bargain, <laughs> but that's bargaining. You know what I mean? Because you all like, all right, well, they're going to say this, so you know what? I'm not going to say that. I'm going to mm -hmm. say, I, well, I'm, you know what? I feel need to get this off my chest. I'm going to say it this way. Yeah. That I, so what really happens is you're not even being real with you. Well, my question for that type of situation is if you're feeling like their feelings matter more than your own, why are you upset with them why when you they going there? treat you that way? Why are you going there? Like, like their what did you feelings just say? are more important. What do you mean? More... Stop playing. You just messed with my head. <laughs> the room is spinning. No. What? <laughs> say that again? What? My question is always, in those types of situations, if you feel like that person's feelings is more important than your own, why are you upset with the other person when they treat you as if their feelings are more important than yours? Drop them. <laughs> did y'all did y'all get that? Inboxes later. I was gonna say I really want to answer because I always ask that. In well, inboxes. I mean, you're literally telling me that you're upset with them for treating you how you taught them to treat you. The lesson for me. I'm always like, did you hear that? When yo, you said the, that? the because the lesson for me, even this this past week in a professional environment, and this is this is this was my reality, and then. My therapist confirmed it. Okay. And legit, and, and I mean, yo, she gut checked me after I was already in my feelings and was already butthurt. And she said, um, yo, people are only going to treat you the way you allow them to treat you. Facts. She said it to me, and then someone, in my, in my senior, one of my senior leaders said it to me. And I'm like, I'm looking, but these, but here, here's the thing, in a professional environment. Right. Right? Right. But you're the same people <laughs> who expect me uh -huh. to do these things. <laughs> But then when I come to you, yeah, because I'm at my wits end now, mm -hmm. and you scared because I'm probably about to flip a desk or something. Okay. Now you want to say to me, "Well, people are only going to treat you the way you allow right. them to." Like why you didn't say something sooner? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, can I tell y'all? Hold out here. <laughs> when when that came back to me the way that it did, I wanted to be so angry. Mm -hmm. But you know what I did? I swallowed that. Mm -hmm. I said, "You know what?" Noted. Mm -hmm. Lesson learned. Because yep. tomorrow, <laughs> you're getting a new person. I just, not even tomorrow. And and you know what? And my therapist even said to me, she stressed the fact that she said, now from this point forward, you have to remain consistent. Right. You have to consistently take that stance and let them know what you're not going to do. No, no, no. Because 
let me just re re say that because it's so important it the change isn't the hard part it's the, it's, consistency, it's the consistency because it's so <sighs> easy at any given time to, to slip back, back to into what, you, what you're used to it's it's habitual like that's it's like fighting yourself and that's the hardest Listen. fight you want to be in i'm telling you Oh, Kendrick, you starting something with this song right here, United in Grief. And 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 the crazy thing is, and, and this is what this is what I love about what we do. This is what I love about this podcast because it, it, it is it's more than just a platform, but it's a voice and it's an ear. You know what I mean? Because how many of y'all really listened to this track and thought like this? Right. You know what I mean? How many you know what I'm saying? Like, but but this is me. This is you know, music. This is this is what I do. Right. This is this is how I break it down. This is how I dissect. This is how I figure out if I like your song or not. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what is the message? What yeah. is what is the lesson? What what is what thought um, does it spark? Yeah. That's, that's me. Like if y'all don't feel yo, it, yo, if I can't if we can't get on like, bringing lyrics to life and have a conversation <laughs> about it. That's why some of y'all tracks seem oh ah. <laughs> I'm just saying though. You feel me? <laughs> this is why we become the number one music commentary podcast. Because you're giving us something to, to comment on. Amen. Listen, it, it's, it's, we have to, we, we, you, me, us, we, we have, to, we have to start taking necessary steps to better ourselves. Because let me tell you something. There's one thing that I always say to my children. Be the best you. Mm-hmm. Be the best you. And now I got to start looking at me like, who is the best me? Mm-hmm. And how do I be the best me for me? Yes. Not for everybody, not even for my children, but for me. Yeah. Because if I'm, not, if I'm not good, I can't be good for nobody else. Talk about so you have to be the best you for you. Go ahead. So what? Paralyzed, the county building controlled us. I bought a Rolex watch. I only wore it once. I bought infinity pools I never swam in. I watched Keen buy four cars in four months. You know the family dynamics on repeat. The insecurities locked down on PC. I bought a 223, nobody peace treat. You won't do-do me. I smell TNT. Dave got him a Porsche, so I got me a Porsche. Paid lottery for it. I ain't want it in the portions. Poverty was the case, but the money wiping the tears away. I grieve different. And again, uh, taking on other people's ideals of what success looks like. And and then we get it and it don't feel right because it's not what we feel is what makes us successful. Because I'm a Nissan man all day. For real. Like, let's let's stop wasting time, money, energy to learn these lessons that have been repeated. Repeated. Deals, <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. That's it. That was it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. So just to recap, listen. <clears throat> when you talk about grief, when you think about grief, when you're dealing with grief, and 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 listen, we we often um we we extend this to you to you all, and and I definitely want to extend it tonight because we do have um actual license um grief counselors um we have uh support counselors we have different therapists um naya offers counseling um there's other people that we have uh connections with as well um please inbox us reach out to us um hit 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 us up let us know how we can help you um 
you know, sadly, you know, there, there was a young lady, 15 years old, and just committed suicide um, because of grief, you know, because of people not understanding, because people not, not listening to her cries and the things that she's trying to express. Um, parents, even if you don't agree with something, don't just brush it off and say, oh, it's just a phase. Yes. They'll grow out of it. They'll yes. get over it. Pay attention. Listen to your child. Um, get understanding. Um, of what they're saying and where it's coming from, mm -hmm. um, because these are signs. Yeah. These are signs. These these is these are not just phases. These are not just um, moments. These are not just uh, uh, bumps in the roads. They are actual signs. Mm -hmm. um, these are things that that could potentially lead up to something else, and these are things that could help avoid leading to some of those things. Yes, and I can't I can't stress this enough when I'm talking to parents. You know, children are people with their own thoughts and feelings, and they don't necessarily think like us. They don't necessarily process their emotions like we do. Like, these are concepts that seem so simple that are often, you know, um, categorized in assumptions and mishandled, and it's just so extremely important that we move away from the narratives that were taught to us you know again i say we're supposed to be the generation breaking generational curses but we're still following too many of the unhealthy toxic traditions right so please please pay attention to your children pay attention to each other pay attention to yourself know what your needs are know what your household needs are that's not just items <laughs> that is emotional well-being mental well-being just taking care of each other it's important i would also like to say this shout outs to kendrick um, for taking on a heavy responsibility yes. to deliver a song like this. Um, we're, we're talking about a national known, well-known artist, and, and here he is delivering a message yeah. um, the best way that he knows how, through his creative efforts. Um, so I salute Kendrick Lamar with this track, you. United in Grief. Um, y'all be sure to make sure y'all follow us on Instagram at Bringing Lyrics to Life. Uh, we post on there. Um, we're going to have a few things coming up pretty soon. Uh, Naya's working on uh, giveaways and different things like that, different games and stuff. So uh, make sure y'all follow us on our Instagram page, Bringing Lyrics to Life. Tonight's episode is sponsored by Palmyra Home for Funerals and Life Memorial Services, located in Palmyra, New Jersey. You can visit their website at www.palmyrahomeforfunerals.com. Dot com and they also uh, specialize in uh, connecting you with grief counselors and things of that nature as well so definitely uh, hit up um, that website www.palmyrahomeforfunerals.com is that how you pronounce Palmyra? Palmyra? I know somebody <laughs> from Palmyra and I never heard it pronounced Palmyra I'm intrigued <laughs> y'all know I got an ex <laughs> How you gonna call me out like that? I was so like... Thank y'all for tuning in tonight on your <laughs> number one music on? commentary podcast. Bringing lyrics to life. Shout outs again to uh, Kendrick Lamar, United in Grief. Listen, it's okay not to be okay, but seek help. Peace.